Welcome to Lead and Lift with Shabaday Jaglal Ramnath, the podcast where we work with high-achieving moms in leadership on their communication and confidence. Now our host, Shabaday. Welcome back to another episode of Lead and Lift. I am your host, Shabaday Jaglal Ramnath, and I am super excited about the topic today, creating video. My special guest is Corey Piper from Piper Media Group. Now, I was introduced to Corey last week at a quarterly podcast event. And before he came into the Zoom room, I was showed this amazing brand video that he created for Jenny Ballinger, who is hosting her summit. I knew that I needed to share Corey's secrets with you because let's face it, As an entrepreneur in the digital space, we need to do video to get clients. And many of us, including me, shy away from it because we simply lack the skills. Now, Corey is an award-winning filmmaker who has decided to use his passion to tell stories to help companies attract attention with intention. Corey, welcome to the show. Good morning, Shabaday. How are you today? I am great, and I am so happy that you're joining us. Thanks for having me. So, Corey, tell us, how did your passion for video production start? So, when I was a boy, one of my friends had a uh, video camera, and we just all went nuts. We started filming everything we, we could do. We would take it out in the woods and recreate movie scenes that we saw. And then that transferred to a passion in school where other people would be writing papers and things. I convinced my teachers to let me make videos about the subject matters. And it just kind of took off from there. Uh, Then I joined the military and kind of left that behind me a little bit. And then about 10 years ago, I caught the bug again and everything kind of changed. I started making some movies and that then COVID came around and I said, hey, I need to help people do better video and help them, you know, shine a little bit better on the platforms that we have available to us since they can't meet and shake hands right now. And that's what I'm doing. That's incredible. And Corey, I know that, you know, since COVID happened, as an entrepreneur in the digital space, yes, we've all had to go to that virtual, you know, the Zoom. Mm -hmm. And we're hearing from all the influencers that doing the video converts better, but a lot of us shy away from it. So can you share a little bit more about that? Absolutely. So one very interesting subject that I found, I learned on the internet by searching the business, of course, but I started practicing it myself and found out that if you simply put the word video in the subject line of an email, when you send it out, the chances of it getting opened increase by over 200%. And that's pretty substantial. You know, if you're sending a thousand emails a month or however many, a 200% increase in open rate translates to a lot of business if you break your numbers down that way. So putting the word video in there and then inserting a video in the body of the text and an email really opens up a lot more doors than just a cold email. And it's, it's actually been a tremendous success to my business and my outreach. That is incredible. I mean, I am taking notes here 
Just by adding that video there, you increase that open rate. Imagine what that's going to do to your numbers, because the more people see your message, read your post, they're going to click through. That's the potential to have more clients coming in. Yeah. And to put a little bit more on top of that, when I do make a video, and I always do these videos for the person I'm sending the, the email to, specifically to them, I ended up holding up a little dry erase board with their name on the dry erase board and put that as the cover image of the video. So they're like, wait a minute, this guy's got my name in the video. I mean, they're going to have to look at my face to get it, but (laughs) you know, that, that has been a real big selling point. Video has helped me break through a lot of noise in the industry. I mean, Corey, if someone has your name there in a video, you want to know why your name is on there. You want to click that button to see what are they saying, right? Mm Because it's your name. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's almost it's an almost unfair advantage, but I take it anyway. I don't care. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, so Corey, what can these videos do for companies that want to stand out? Because many people over the past two years, we have new coaches, authors, and they're trying to grow and build that business. So, what does the video do for them? So, an interesting thing about video is it allows you to build camaraderie or even social capital with people before you even meet them. You know, I have videos out there that people have watched and they've followed and checked out and they've already accepted me as a peer or an influencer or even a guide. And I've never even shaken their hand or talked to them on the phone one time. So branding videos can establish, you know, credibility before you even walk in a room. Whereas you should have to have other people talk about you. Now you can talk about them yourself. They can view these things about you and, you know, you're already friends and you don't even know them yet. Wow. That is incredible because, I mean, you have testimonials because they tell us, you know, the the top influencers tell us to gather those testimonials. But imagine now those, you have the brand videos, you have the testimonials in video, you even have that person's name in a video, like, that's just going to increase the numbers exponentially. Yeah, it's it's done quite well for me. I've I've been very very lucky. You know, just um the testimonials are also it's pretty amazing. You know, you you're not going to put up a testimonial to represent your brand if it's not speaking favorably about you. However, people tend to take other people's word about you more seriously than your own word. So throwing a couple of testimonials on your website and people are like, "Oh yeah, this guy Corey, he knows what he's talking about." Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going to check out your website again, Corey. (laughs) So, Corey, what is the difference with a brand video that you create compared to a video that I will create myself, let's say, and post on Facebook about a framework or something that I'm teaching? Sure. So, you know, the difference between what most people post and what I help them create is the production value. You know, there's nothing wrong with taking your cell phone and looking at it and talking to it. There's nothing wrong with that. But those videos are kind of built for timelines. You know, you put them up there, they see it, they engage, and it goes away. When you engage with me for a brand video, you know, we build something that's meant to stay, something that's meant to always represent you or continually represent you for a a longer amount of time than just something that you produce yourself. They're produced, they're tested. They use uh, a little bit more science to it, like the way to attract attention, because 
my blurb, attract attention with intention. That's very, very real. There's a science to getting people to interrupt their flow. You have to say something to grab their attention. Then you have to deliver something meaningful. And then you have to ask something of them to get them to do an action if you, you, know, if you want them to do something. So the attention and intention are a very real part of the process. And that's what you get when you work with somebody like myself. Wow. And listen, you did get my attention when I saw that video. It was so uplifting. The one that I saw before you came mm -hmm. into that room, it was so uplifting and it made you want to be part of that event that's going to come up. So Corey, that brand video was incredible. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I would say that uh, I was merely the person that put the pieces together. The, the uh, magnetic personalities in the video made it pretty easy for me to do it. Okay. So Corey, for people like myself, just starting to to use video because i mean we we know that we need to do it but mm -hmm. a lot of the times those things that we know we need to do we don't get around to doing it because sometimes we don't feel confident that we have the right skills to do it so you're mm -hmm. an expert what are some of the tips that you can share with someone who is just starting to do video so that they can do it much better Oh, I'm glad you asked. So I have a little uh, a kind of a list of five things that I tell all my clients to do on their own for their stuff. And the first one is take that phone, turn it sideways. So your eyes are this way on your head, not this way. When you look out in the world, you see a wide view, not a tall view. So in our minds, our video take pleasure and a little bit more understanding. It just, it, it resonates more with us when our video is sideways. So when you turn your, your TV sideways, the movies are sideways, your computer screens are sideways, you know, there's a reason for that. So make sure that your videos mimic that unless you're going on TikTok because TikTok's all this way. So that's the only, but that's the only exception. The next one is what's called the rule of thirds. Now, this is one that's, uh, once I explain it, you're going to realize that everything you watch from here on out, 90% of the things adhere to this rule. and You didn't know it before. So if you divide every screen into thirds uh, vertically and horizontally, you draw lines, one, two, like almost like you're doing a game of tic-tac-toe. You draw lines. If you put the things that are important in your video on along those lines, or at the intersection of those lines, they will have a much more pleasing effect. An example, if you are doing a nature shot and you wanna focus on the sky, like say there's beautiful clouds out there, you're gonna to wanna to put the horizon on the bottom line of the two lines. If you wanna do like a picture of mountains in a nice valley with a lake in front of you, you're gonna to wanna to put the horizon on the top line and make it level with that line. If you've got somebody talking in a frame, you're gonna to wanna to put them over here on this line or on this line at the, inter at the intersections where this line hits there. Those are the focal points, scientifically proven that those are the points that your eyes get drawn to. So the rule of thirds at the intersections or on the lines, and that will dramatically improve your video right off the bat. Now, the only thing that's a little bit off that is if you're going for symmetry, if you're looking directly at the camera, you can go in the center. 
The center's okay if you're looking directly at the camera. But if you're not looking at the camera, like looking over there, go on those lines. Third rule, audio. So people will forgive poor video, but they almost never forgive poor audio. And what I mean by that is think about all those, you know, we're watching YouTube. And you've got some guy that comes on and it sounds like he's in the corner of this huge gymnasium and there's all this echo and just terrible sound. And we immediately just discredit those people as not being professional. So if you spend $20 on a cheap lav mic from Amazon or any other Alibaba, any place you want to shop, 20 bucks, plug it into your phone before you talk and talk into it, the Audio increase from that is outstanding. I would say of all five of the things I'm telling you about today, the audio piece is the biggest takeaway. Have better audio, get better results. Hard stop. And, now, and Corey, so just to jump in there for yeah. a minute, and that is one of the reasons why one of the rules in podcasting also is to get yourself a microphone doesn't matter how cheap the microphone is, but it beats what you have on the computer because yep. the audio is the only sound that people hear. And if it's not that great, people tune out because you, I can't take you for a walk if you're not sounding good. And a yes. lot of the times I, you know, I listen to my podcast, I'm out for a walk, I'm out driving, or I'm in line waiting for the kids at school. So you're on the other seat, right? And if it's not sounding good, I have to turn it off. And then I might just listen to the radio. Sure. Yeah. So it sounds like you and I are perfectly aligned on that. <laughs> so that was an incredible rule. I agree with that. The audio has to sound good and you mm -hmm. need a microphone for that. So those yep. were three rules. So let's go because you had five to share with yes, us. Yes, ma'am. So number four is what I call headroom slash leading room. So a lot of people when they do video, they cut the top of their heads off on the video. They kind of put their heads up like right here or, you know, way down here. You need to have a good amount of space above your head, but not so much that you can't, you know, that it just makes you look odd because it, it really does look odd. So that's the headroom. So don't top, chop the top of your head off. And then leading room. Here's a big one. So if you're not center and looking directly at the camera and you're not, you're not going to be on one of these lines, you need to be looking to the open space. So if you're looking at the open space, because see how pleasing that is? It just looks like I'm looking off into a lovely area. But if I do it the other way, it looks claustrophobic. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not in the, I wasn't the mic. So if I'm looking into the open area, it looks nice and open and bright. But if I look towards the closed side, it looks claustrophobic and closed off and uncomfortable. And they actually use that trick in movies to make people look like they're insignificant or uncomfortable and things along those lines. So look towards the open space. So put yourself on one of those lines and look towards the other line. And last, lighting. One of the most important things about video and what separates great video from poor video Hollywood from home video, you know, Hollywood from Uncle Frank's uh, Fiesta or whatever. The big difference is lighting. And what I always tell people is if they have, if they're filming inside and they don't have professional lighting, film near a window. Get the light from the sun on your, on your face. Use it like that. 
the only thing I want to warn against is don't have the light behind you. Have it beside you because if it's behind you, it might might darken your face and you may not be able to see. But lighting is very, very important. It, it makes you welcoming. It makes you uh, look happy. And if it's dark and brooding, it does exactly the opposite. And then one last thing to lighting is if you are outside, be, don't be out in direct sunlight. Don't be out at noon because it puts hard shadows. The best times are at dusk and dawn. That's what's called the golden hour. And you can shoot any direction and do whatever you want at golden hour. And it will look gorgeous. <laughs> I love those, Corey. Now, I am going to go over and ask you for something. Oh. And that is, if you can share, and if you share this with me, I would add it to the show notes just so that everybody can get a copy of it. If you can share, what do you recommend as lighting? Because a lot of us have this little ring light that we use, mm -hmm. and it has different shades on the ring light, you know, sure. from white to a little bit yellow. Mm -hmm. But is there a, a particular light that you could recommend that we can use to do the videos if you share that link, maybe like an Amazon link or something with sure. me, I can add that in the show notes for all our listeners who are interested in improving their lighting, because okay. you said that was really important. And also, if you have a recommendation on one of those really reasonable microphones that oh, yeah. they can get, I can add that also in the show notes, just so that people have no excuse to, to not have these things to create those videos. Sure. I'm happy to, and oh, I'll even thank you. I'll, I'll even offer a couple of uh, different options, maybe for a couple different levels. Like if you want to spend twenty bucks, fifty bucks, a hundred bucks, you know, like you can do what you want with the information. But I'll offer it up to you. Okay, that would be an incredible resource, and I'll also share that with everyone on our newsletter because you know they need that information too. So sure. Corey, thank you so much for that. Yeah, glad to do it. So, Corey, what other tips? I love the idea with the phone turning it landscape instead of portrait, mm -hmm. because a lot of us just do it, you know, portrait, right? The vertical. We don't mm -hmm. do it horizontal. Is there anything else? Do you recommend getting like a tripod to hold the camera? Is it okay if we hold it or hold the phone ourselves while doing the video? Any recommendations on that? So I am a firm believer in using what you got to get it done. So if you just want to hold it and talk to it like this, I don't see any problem with that. I'm more interested in making sure that your frame is attractive than it is if, so, if it's still. Because the iPhone and most phones nowadays, they do a pretty good job of getting the jitters out. And that's the reason you use a tripod anyway, is to stop the jitters. So I'm more interested in telling people, get away from the wall. Put, put some distance between, between the background and you. Get some layer. You, a picture is a two-dimensional space, but you can make it look three-dimensional if you put things in different layers behind you. So get away from the wall. Put a window behind. Put a window around you. Put pictures behind you. Put nice uh, plants and flowers and a picture in a, behind you. You know, that's, that's, it's very important. It, it makes it feel more alive and more real and like a portal into real life as opposed to a distant picture somewhere. Okay. And I'm laughing because Corey, you're in my office right now and you could see the <laughs> plant and the picture and all of that. Yeah. So this is real. <laughs> yeah. That, that may have had something to do with what I was saying. <laughs> 
Corey, that that is really, really great. Those tips are incredible. I'm going to go back and make sure I listen to those again. I can check couple off the list, but some of them, I always do the video vertical because Mm -hmm. that's how the the tripod holds the phone. But I'm going to turn that now and do it horizontal. And I love the idea that you shared where someone's focal point is with doing like thirds, like a tic-tac-toe box and mm-hmm. being on the intersection. So now when I am doing the video, I'm going to make sure it's aligned that way. Because, sure. you know, if if that if, if you're putting out the effort to do the video, because it's something that you should do because of the conversions that it has, using these tips that Corey shared really, really increases the value and, and the audio that you create. Agreed, agreed. And I apologize in advance from now on when you're going to watch a movie you're going to notice that people are on those intersections and you're going to notice that focal points are on those intersections it's just gonna well there you go it's just gonna happen so i'm sorry (laughs) if i ruined some of the magic for you well tonight is movie night at my house so i will definitely be looking at a tic-tac-toe box on the tv (laughs) (laughs) You, you will be surprised Okay. So Corey, any uh, final words of wisdom to share with our audience today? You know, um, it, it literally takes an hour tops of messing with the five things that I mentioned and your videos will dramatically improve. Just take a moment, move around, put your camera by the window, put the window by you, do the things we mentioned, and I'm going to send you the PDF or, X, or the ability to get the PDF that I wrote about this. So utilize that information, spend an hour messing with the, the way you've got it set up, and you will be pleased as punch with the results. Oh, Corey, thank you so much. And for each of you listening today, I challenge you to use the tips that Corey just shared with us and go do that first video. Because if you start it, you're only going to get better and that skill is going to grow. For the resources that Corey was so kind to share with us, I will be adding those in the show notes and you can access those at leadandlift.com. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for another Lead and Lift episode. And remember, you have the ability to lead and lift others along your journey. Thank you for listening to Lead and Lift with Shabade Jaglal Ramna. Make sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss another episode. You can find our guests' contact information in the show notes. We have resources to improve your leadership, your communication, and your confidence at leadandlift.com. We invite you to go check those out. Stay tuned for the next episode.